Welcome to Will You Accept This Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Leslie. And we are on episode nine. It, I, I don't know. This has been a very uh, disorienting season. We are on the cusp of hometown. Yeah. Last week we had 15 guys. Now we're going to hometowns. With like not 15 guys. And yeah. <laughs> it just, we had a big cut, I think, this week. Yes. And then we didn't end with another rose ceremony. We did not. I, <laughs> I thought it was going to be one of those weeks where we got two rose ceremonies, just barely. I was like, how are they going to make this happen? But then no. Yeah, I don't like that we're not going into it knowing who's going to hometowns. Yeah, it just, I don't know. Because hometowns to me are, are like, and, and first of all, I think the fact that they call it, that they're still calling it hometowns is a miss because it's not hometowns. Like you're not going to people's hometowns. So like, it yeah, should be like family work? week or something. Are they bringing the families in? They they are. They're bringing the families to them. So they should just call it something okay. different because it's enough of a different concept that it shouldn't have the same name because even like they're acting like calling it hometown week versus hometowns is enough of a distinction. But to me, it's not like it's family week. Like let's call it what it yeah. is. Yeah. So they're bringing their families here. And I've, I've seen speculation online saying like she has to have decided who is going to be going to this in advance in order for their families to quarantine because there's no way they would have had all of the families do it on the off chance that they're going. I don't think they did it with all, but I bet they had some bonus ones waiting in the wing. But I mean, do you do you think they had Noah's family and uh, Bennett's family quarantining? Probably not. Maybe. I don't know. You know? Yeah. I'm abnormally curious to know the ins and outs of this season because there's enough weird things like that that I'm like, I, I want to know. Like, did you did you make them all? Do yeah, this what's just going on, on behind the that just, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm more in, intrigued this season, I guess, about that. That is a bummer that we won't get to go see their, like, houses or where they're from or, you know, I don't know where a lot of these guys are from. Yeah, it's just, it's an important part, I think, of getting to know them as a viewer. And I think we're missing out on a lot because we're not going to, you're not going to see that. Even, even yeah. if, let's be honest, even if a handful of the houses aren't actually their, their own houses. I know. I love it when they put them in staged houses. <laughs> right. But it's still, it's like, it's their, they're in their hometown or some town that has some sort of personal significance in in some cases. So at least there's a little bit more of like a different vibe to it. And I think when you bring the families out of their element into this other setting, it's just, it doesn't have the same impact, I think. I mean, it'll still be nice to meet the people, but. It's like that season with Caitlin's season where she kind of messed everything up. Was it, wasn't it her season? And then they had the hometowns at like a ski resort. Yeah, because they were, I remember, I think it was in Utah or something that they were in. Yeah. yeah. And the families came out there. And it wasn't the same. No, it had a very different feel to it. So I think it's going to be similar to that. Although at this point, I think. Like, I'm kind of not noticing the backdrop anymore because it doesn't change, right? So it's like, yeah. oh, we're at the La Quinta again. So I just, I don't even really, which is, which is, I guess, interesting for the show. Cause I mean, I think that puts, to me, it puts more pressure on what's happening in the moment throughout the yeah. show because I don't have the distraction of the background, you know? It's not like, oh, they're in, you know, Europe or, oh, they're in Latin America. It's like, oh, it's the same place again. Who cares, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I think with Matt's, it's going to be a little bit better. I think there's more stuff going on. I hope it's one so. Of those, <laughs> it's one of those resorts where it's like, we have ice skating, we have this sport, we have that, you know, versus the La Quinta place where I think it's just like, yeah. oh, it's a pretty location. You we have a pool. a pool. Yeah. <laughs> so I think there will be yeah. more activities just by by the nature of the, the kind of resort it is um, versus this place. 
I'm excited for his season two, not to jump over, but like I'm excited for his season two because I've been reading articles saying that it's just a little bit of a different dynamic filming with him because he doesn't know how the show works. So it's like, you know, <laughs> he has to learn how to do a rose ceremony. He doesn't know what one's like. He's never been through one, you know? So it's just like, I don't know, Chris Harrison was just yeah. talking a little bit about how they just had to kind of jump in and, 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 and handhold him a little bit differently just because he doesn't know what's going on. And that's fair. So I think it'll make it more fun. <laughs> I mean, they've done this before. It's just been a while. It's been a long time because they've been in this routine of just cycling through the same people, right? And the same formula of, oh, we're going to have a show and the people who are in the finals for the show then are going to become the, you know, potential leads for the next season. And it's just kind of done that for so long that changing that up will be, I think, nice, but also throw a little wrench in there and their usual yeah. system. Well, I think they need some wrenches. I know, right? So what's in the box? What's in the box? That's the question. She was, I, I think she asked, but she didn't actually look. No. And then I think she got so focused on the fact of what Bennett did was, was yet another, I think, example of him being condescending. And she kind of focused in on that versus like what the actual items were. And questioning her integrity. <laughs> yes. Which, I mean, I understand that she thought what he like by him challenging Noah and why Noah was there that that was a roundabout way to challenge her but I think she the way she said it sounded like she was taking she was just focusing way in on that piece versus I think on you know acknowledging what he was saying it was more like the implications of what he was saying I mean she just wanted him to mind her own, mind his own business and let her make her own decisions and treat her like an adult not a child who needs to be told like who she can pick and who she can't pick yeah it was just weird to me because he was basically I mean this all came on the heels of him saying that there was zero percent chance of him being around in the end which I don't think is her him questioning her choices I think it's just him stating his opinion that he really doesn't think that he's going to ultimately be that Noah will ultimately be the fit for her, which he's entitled to his Neither opinion. Neither will he. It was a very strong opinion. He's not going to be there either, though. I know. I don't think he, that's That's why I love the statement. I was kind of like, just let it go because it's all very mm. funny to me. But um, yeah. <laughs> but Tasha was taking it very seriously and was focusing in on the, the condescending piece, which I think, like, this, if there's anything we've noticed this season, he's very condescending. So I think that's a fair, <laughs> a fair yeah. flag. I feel like he's gotten more and more condescending as the episodes go on. It's bit like it was kind of funny at first, and now it's not. I don't find it funny anymore. No, it was it, when it was subtle. I think it was just kind of like, oh, that's a little funny. Whatever. He has a little bit of a personality, mm -hmm. but like as he's amped it up, it's it's it isn't cute. Like I don't want to. I don't want to no. see it anymore. It's not funny. I don't want to hear him make jokes about how they're gonna have four houses and blah blah blah. Like I know. Like especially right now during a pandemic and when there's all like racial tensions and, and stuff like that going on in the country, it's like especially tone deaf to have this like rich white dude like finance bro sitting there talking about like all of you know. How, and then in that that art date like. Yeah. Claiming that he's not privileged and I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Well, you're projecting the me? image that you are. Yeah. It's like if you're not, then tell he's us. He's leaning what your real hard life is into that image. This is what you're telling us. Yeah. Drive me crazy. He really likes this. It's like he, you know, they had that whole in sequence, right? Where he was giving the tour of his fancy hotel room with all of his shoes and you know his yeah. skincare routine like stuff that's very like he's he's definitely leaning hard into it and he thinks it's funny so he's, he thinks it's funny and yeah. or it just is him right so um I just I don't know at this point I'm just I'm done with it yeah I don't I don't really care what's real and what's not 
yeah, I just wanted him to go. I wanted. I was excited at this point about at least one of them going because I'm just tired. Like I think we've reached this, the the usual point in the season where we're like, okay, like I understand that the drama keeps like the like the interest going because like you know you don't want to just watch the love fest the whole season, but like. I'm over the friction and it's very lame and it just needs to go. And so I was excited to see him go, but it was a very weird sequence because she seemed like he seemed so confused about it, which made it extra awkward. Cause he's just kind of like, well, like what? Like he had no idea that yeah. she was going to send him home. And then he just was kind of like, so, so this is real. Like, this is it. Like, and it's like, has, has he not dated in very long time? Does he not understand social cues? Like he just seemed very, he seemed very lost. And then she, in turn, seemed confused because he was confused. It was so awkward. Speaking of not picking up on social cues, him talking to her about the book, about emotional intelligence, you can see her face just thinking, oh, God, what a douchebag. And he doesn't pick up on that at all. And so he's surprised when she dumps him, and he should not be surprised. No, because you could tell, like, I immediately at that point when I saw her was like, he's, this is it. Yeah. And then she goes back and Noah thinks that he is like the victor in this situation. And we see him like scarfing down breath mints. <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't really seem that excited to about him either. So she didn't send him home, but she didn't give him a rose. And mm-hmm. I don't think he'll be around much longer. I like that she was like, this is not a victory. Like, don't smile. Like, <laughs> I loved it. So funny. <laughs> So then we have, what do we have after that? We have a rose ceremony. Yeah. And then we have five roses and three people go home. Yeah. So I was surprised at some of the people that went home. I was surprised that Spencer and Damar went home before Blake. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I thought Blake would leave. Spencer went home so early to be the first impression rose guy. And we never saw him again really after that. Yeah. He, he kind of popped up and made a big stink because he was one of the, you know, second wave of guys to appear. But yeah, after his big initial, you know, entry, I feel like he just kind of was in the background. Yeah. I mean, I just remember him from one episode. So we're down to seven guys. There's going to be two one-on-one dates and a group date. Yes. And it starts with a one-on-one date for puppy, di- puppy dog-eyed Ben. Yes. She's still not sure if she can take him to hometown, so the whole point of the date is for her to try to see. What were your thoughts on this date? So they, they kind of hang out and they go around on scooters and they do a scavenger hunt and, it you know, it's cute. They they have pinatas. Um, yes. I, I don't know. It was fun enough. And, the, and then they kind of sit down and... and have some real conversation after that yeah and she's mostly focused in on the fact that even though he's kind of revealed something to her he's she still feels a little bit like he's holding back with her um and so she's trying to see Mm -hmm. like you know is there something there could she see a future with him um I think this is like the week obviously where there's like the added pressure of of the of hometowns and like meeting families and and trying to figure all of that out which I think is why I was surprised that she kept Blake around because he doesn't make sense for that for him to be in the pot for that. But I know. What's he doing there? He's filling a warm seat. Like other than that, it's like <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, there there is nothing there. Um, yeah. But then she has this conversation with Ben. And I, I read this article this week. Um, I'll try to pick it up. But it was talking about how they feel like it's become, which I think – this season, I feel like people have opened up about a lot of things, obviously, that are, are big and important topics, but also it's felt like mm-hmm. it's felt like um, 
a lot of um, pressure for the contestants to sort of like overly share. And I, and I don't know some of the things that like Ben is sharing, it's apparent. We talked a little bit about this. It just, it's, it's apparent that it's, it's a lot for them. And it was, you know, the article I thought was very interesting and I'm trying to find it and failing, but I'll pull it up in a minute. But it was just talking about how that, you know, that the show might be going too far and pushing people or, or bringing people on that they know have these heavy stories and then basically like forcing them to recount it under these high pressure situations. And the fact that, you know, is it going too far? Is it too much? And I thought it was a very interesting perspective because I think with the mix of what we've seen this season, it's been a little, you know, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. Yeah. I have mixed feelings about it uh, because on the one hand, I think all of these are important things that people can relate to mm-hmm. who, who are watching the show. You know, I'm sure there are a lot of people who have gone through similar things to Ben or to Zach. And it's, it's nice to see people like that, you know, overcoming obstacles and kind of moving forward in life. But then there's part of me that does wonder, like, are these people ready to do that? Yeah. Especially with him when, when he's talking about suicide attempts that happened only a year ago. Um, like, is he ready to be in a situation? Not is he ready to, to meet somebody, but is he ready to be in such a public situation with, with all of that out there? I don't know because mm-hmm. I don't know Ben and I don't, I don't know, but it did feel like the producers maybe were asking Tasha to push him to open mm-hmm. up. And so I, I just wasn't sure. Like, you know, I think it's very brave of him to talk about all of that stuff about, his eating disorder and being in the military and his injuries and like that ended his military career, um, you know, and just kind of led him to a bad place mentally. So I, I, I think it's like really important to share those kinds of things, but I just wonder, are these people ready? And is this, is this a healthy way for them to do so? Yeah. I feel like Zach is, is a little further out. He's made a career out of, um, you know, dealing with addiction and stuff like that. So for him, it, it feels a bit more natural that he's speaking mm-hmm. out. But I just, I don't know. I worry about somebody like Ben, if that's a healthy way for him to to move past what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I just think it's, it's, it's a pretty high bar. Like you take somebody who's never been in this type of, of setting and the stakes are so high and this is so personal. And like, you know, this time, I mean, it's one of those things that you assume, like some of the things that come, come up on the show and like, we'll talk about even more that come out throughout this, this episode. Um, but I just, I, I don't know, a lot of them this season and you, like, I think I was saying like we always wonder like how many people really know about the things that they're divulging, but they've actually said when they've been sharing these stories, they're like, Oh, like I've never shared this with yeah. anybody. Like stuff that's very personal. And that his sister doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. And you're someone like, you know, her, I mean, on one hand it's like you want to know because like you you need to if you're making a big decision and you're choosing one person and obviously, you know, you're wanting to find something serious coming out of this, you you need to know as much as you can about the person and this is kind of like an odd situation where they need to kind of learn very fast, but it's just it's a lot to ask of these guys, you know, to reveal these things when at the end of the day they might just end up being one in the top 5 and then they get sent home and then all that information mm-hmm. about them is out there, you know, it's just it's just out there. Yeah, I just, yeah. I, you know, and uh, the article, which it seems like it doesn't want to load right now, um, it, it, the, which I, the, the title of it alone, it says the Bachelorette's exploitation of personal tragedy needs to stop. And I think, I mean, to me, like when I read the art, when I read that, even the title, I was like, you know, that's kind of, it, I, I do feel a sense of that. I feel like they get a lot, the show's entertainment value, and entertainment's a terrible choice of words, but I feel like, you know, the the whole like them trying to have some sort of like plot line and like all of the like 
the dynamic of like yeah. having some sort of tension throughout, it does feed on that. And I think that's that that makes me a little bit uncomfortable this season, just based on the topics that are coming up and the fact that, you know, like like you said, I think it's one thing for Zach who's like talked about like his personal details. You Google his name, it's out there. Like people can find it. It's not like any sort of revelation that's not out there. But, you know, the stuff with Ben and I, you know, I applaud what he came forward and said. I think we talked a little bit about the fact that he's not our favorite aside from all of that completely. Like he's just not our favorite of yeah. the season. But I do have a lot of respect but I do for think him. He is, yeah he's being honest about his life and I respect that he's sharing all yeah. that. And I, I, you know, I think he's being genuine. I think there's, he talked about it a bit, this issue. And I think maybe that's where my hesitation with him comes is that he was growing up in a household where he had to be perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when just with his personality, I think sometimes it comes off as not being genuine, maybe because he's always been expected to, to present a certain, um, you know, face to the world. Right. So, I mean, it, it helped me understand him better. I'm not all in on Ben the way that a lot of people are, like wanting him to be bachelor and stuff like that. Like I, you know, but I did appreciate that he was willing to open up about, about all of that. Yeah. I think it exposes kind of a problem with just the format of the show, which is that they're pushing these people to get engaged with, and you can't, and, and also to meet your family. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but you don't know if they're actually taking you seriously. Like, like to, t- I, I mean, I felt this especially later in the next date with Riley. Mm-hmm. Um, is she planning on, on meeting his family? Because if not, I felt like it was very messed up to, to make him feel that he had to share his, his family history. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not sold on her wanting to take him to hold to hometowns. And so I felt like the same I don't think she does and that's what made me uncomfortable yeah. I think I felt more uncomfortable with her pulling that out of Riley because I don't think she's going to take him to hometowns than I did with Ben because I I think he'll probably be in the top three yeah yeah no I agree I mean and I don't know I mean she so he does talk about the fact that he's had these two failed suicide attempts one was as recent as 2019 so that's that's super recent I know it's so, so recent. like the article that and now I'm like curious if this article was pulled down because of something written in it. But um, anyway, but it was talking about how, you know, that the contestants have access to, you know, uh, I don't know if it's a psychiatrist or a therapist. They have like access to some sort of support throughout the show. But they were like, I hope they're giving some of these guys broader support because that's a lot like asking a lot of them, especially because like that being so recent. And it's like that's just a lot. I mean, it made me like concerned about him because that's like. A lot for him to put it out there, but that's also yeah. like so recent. Like, it, like taking the show in and all of what comes with it is a lot for someone in that sort of situation to take in, to take on. A yeah, lot. yeah. Um, so I don't know. It, it, I, I'm impressed with how he seems to be handling it on the flip side of the show because, like, you know, it is so recent. One quick detour from that 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 makes me think of is so Peter. You know, Peter from Rachel's season, Peter Krause, oh, yeah. recently posted something on his stories about when he was offered the chance to be the bachelor mm-hmm. um and he and that was kind of bringing back up the the conversation about like well why wasn't he actually the bachelor like what what happened behind the scenes and apparently he had a lot of stipulations in addition to just money so i don't know like what it was that actually made the deal fall apart but one was that he wanted couples counseling with his top four or top i forget how many like top four or top three mm-hmm. Um, and he wanted to not have to propose at the end. Oh, 
And I just thought those are totally normal things. Reasonable <laughs> requests. <laughs> yeah, those are normal things. And I would love that. I and mean, we talked about the fact that a lot of the foreign bachelors, they don't propose at the end. They just go off and some of them have gotten married, but they're not pressured to make it an engagement at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. And I would have really enjoyed that because I do think Peter would have taken it seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he took it because he took it seriously. He didn't want to just propose. Right. If he wasn't ready to propose. That's interesting. I hadn't read that, but that makes think, sense with him. I think we missed out. And then we got Ari instead. So. Oh. <laughs> and he, you know, who did end up marrying his uh, second <laughs> Oh my gosh, Ari. I just really would have loved a Peter season. I would too. I, w- I would still love a Peter season. I feel like it's never going to happen, but. Yeah. But anyway. I don't think so either, but I am still holding out hope. Here we shall see. Should we talk about the lie detector test? Yes. So there was the lie detector test, which I love Riley being like, I never give these to my, my clients. They're, they're historically yes. inaccurate. I was like, great. I love this. Tell us love clients this not start. to take them. <laughs> it's like, I love that they put the lawyer on the date. Like that just, so he could like poke holes yeah. in the whole premise. Loved it. Don't take a lie detector test, you guys. If anybody's ever asking you to take one, don't take one. I've learned that from watching enough true crime. And from Riley. We'll give Riley the, the props. Um, but yeah. so um, I love the que- like how the questions wildly varied depending on who was sitting in the seat. I'm sure there was more that we just didn't see, and I wanted to see more of the questions. I know. I, I'll i have to look online because sometimes you can find those articles about outtakes, and like sometimes I'll like, spill mm-hmm. some of those things. I would love to know. But like Noah, they're like, you know, has someone faked an orgasm with you? Do you miss your mustache? <laughs> 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 that was that was funny. I enjoyed it. Some of them were entertaining. Yeah. So we learned that Brandon is 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 has some reservations about the hometown, which makes sense, you know, with, with yeah. him having been married. Because if you don't know if this person's going to choose you, then it's hard to take somebody home to your family when they're still dating other people. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's fair. Zach. They basically just show with Zach that she asks about, like, they ask, has he ever cheated on someone? And he says yes. And that's about all that they ask him. And she's like, like, mm-hmm. what? you know, what does that mean? Do you buy his explanation about cheating on his middle school girlfriend at Bolarama? Because I like Zach, but I think there's more to that story. I don't know. And, and I saw your poll. It made me laugh. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Um <laughs> Nobody seems to understand what I'm asking when I phrase a poll question, so I apologize. I liked your follow-up response. You're like, sorry, I, I just am never clear, apparently, yeah. in these uh, polls. Um, I put the stuff in the parentheses to make it more clear, <laughs> but it didn't work. People always got questions. Um, uh, I, don't know. I don't know. I feel like there's more there, and maybe he didn't want to delve into that. Maybe it involved his wife, and he didn't want to put that out on TV. You know, I, I think it's... Fair enough, although I understand why Tasha, having been cheated on, would be – you would want to know. I thought it was going to be, like, that when he was with his wife and he was doing all the drugs or whatever, that it was something while he was under yeah. the influence of something that he did something when he wasn't fully aware of what was going on or – I don't know, was my guess. Um, but I mean, I disagree. You know, when she says once a cheater, always a cheater, I think it really just depends because I think there's a difference between somebody dealing with an addiction cheating mm-hmm. versus somebody – you know, being really sketchy and not, yeah, not while not going through anything like that. I think those are different. 
I agree. We also learned that Riley was maybe lying about his knee. Yeah. And so that led to an interesting story because I think when, when you first see it, you're like, wait, what? Well, it, was, it was so <laughs> confusing. But there actually was a story behind it. It was, yeah, because yeah, like, it's usually like, the, the, like, what's your name? Like, it's like a, like a no brainer. And so. It's a baseline question. Yeah. So when that flipped red, it was like, wait, is, is the machine broken? Like, what's going on? You know, it's very confusing. Um, so she's like, okay, like, I'm very interested to answer some of these questions that came out of this, like this afternoon or this evening. Yeah. And that's just, I, re- I really felt for him because you could tell he, he was crying because he felt like he had to open up to her if, if she was going to go to meet his family. Yeah. And that leads him to share his story about his situation with his parents, which is that when his parents got divorced, when he was younger, he lived with his dad. Um, and they were super close, but then the older he got, I guess he started to find out more about why the marriage ended, or maybe he realized that his dad was kind of alienating mm-hmm. him from his mom. Um, and he was angry at his dad because he felt that he lost out on years of his relationship with his mom right? Uh, because of that. You know, we don't know all the details, but that's that's kind of the understanding that I had from what he was saying. Um, and so now he is close with his mom, but he's not close with his dad. And it's just a hard, that's a hard situation. So he changed his name because he was named after his dad mm-hmm. and didn't want to, to yeah. be called that anymore. Yeah. Which makes sense. Which is honestly a, a more simple answer. I was like, has he been like in the witness protection pro? My, my head went in I know. totally different directions. <laughs> it's not a wise idea to be on TV. No. If you're in the witness protection program, don't go on The Bachelor. <laughs> And I was just, I was concerned because I was like, if that's the case, you guys need to not make him say anything. I was so worried about him. Like, I, didn't, but, I know. Yeah. I mean, obviously this is, this is serious too. Like that would be, that would be so hard to like know yourself one way and then just be like, I don't want to be, I don't want that name association yeah. anymore. That's, that's so hard. And then to have to say that on that. as an TV. adult. Yeah. I really like Riley. I don't think she's going to be keeping him around much longer, but I really like him. And I wonder if that's part of the reason that she said she didn't want to give out the group date rose. Because, Um, yeah. Because she just had these serious conversations and then she knows that she, whoever she gives, that's going to move on to hometowns. I understand why she was waiting, but I was a bit frustrated that we didn't get to see who was going to hometowns. You know, it's one thing when it's, it's a rose ceremony that's postponed because of drama, but here I just didn't see, it didn't feel like a right, right stopping point for this episode. Yeah. I, um, I did enjoy people who were tweeting saying, all right, Claire decides not to give out a rose. Everybody freaks out. Tasha doesn't. And it's like, okay, I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> well, to be fair, there were a lot more men. So the rose meant a lot less at that time. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think to your point, I'm giving this rose to me. <laughs> So funny. Um, But I do think to your point, and I thought this in the moment too, that her choosing one of them almost makes one of their stories feel more valuable, you know, and I don't think she's going to do that. So I thought it made sense in hindsight for her to not do it. Yeah. I just feel bad because I think that Riley just opened up and I do believe he's going to go. I know, which whenever that happens, it's like, you don't like on one hand, you don't want them to just keep them because of a story, but you know, or their, their background, but it's like, it just feels like a slap in the face. So he walks out the door. Bennett. <laughs> so creepy. I swear to heck. <laughs> Him showing up, I screamed and not in a good way. I was like, ah, just go away. I don't, I, I just don't 
like it. People kept posting Joe from you, and and I totally it gave it was gave me that yes. vibe where he's just like creepy, like looking at her in their eyes, like hello, yeah. hi there. <laughs> I can't even say it without cackling. <laughs> so creepy. I mean, earlier in the day, they did Tasha. Uh, they hooked Tasha up to the lie detector test, and they had asked her, "Do you regret regret sending anybody home?" Yeah. And she said. No, and that came out as inconclusive, which I didn't think mm-hmm. was an option in a lie detector test. <laughs> Apparently it is if you're the lead. Um, but but she had said to the camera that she didn't feel right about the way that he went home. And I'm yeah. like, come on. I know you, you find this entertaining, but this is not the guy mm-hmm. for you. Don't do this. Don't bring him back. Because you can't bring him back at this point when you're so close to hometowns. You know you're not taking him to hometowns. Family no. week, whatever. <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah, he just, it was it was so awkward because, I mean, he was just basically, you know, he said the same thing, that he just was confused about her sending him home. And she was like, you know, it didn't sit well with me either. But it's not like he said, you know, any kind of like, I, I, sh- I overstepped my boundaries or like, he didn't make any like grand gestures or con- like, sometimes, no. sometimes the guys come back like this and they're like, you know, I, I really made a mistake. Like, I wish I would have done this differently or I don't know, something. And he's just kind of like, yep, I didn't get it, you know, and it's like. So, well, whatever. Like the the only big move that he makes is to say that he's in love with her, and I'm like, Tasha, do not fall for this. This because is she's she's like, well, it's the first time that somebody said that they love me, and I'm like, well, Zach said that he was falling, yeah, or like falling in love with you, and you said the same thing back to him. I'm like, you have actual feelings with other people. Don't don't do this. I I felt the same way about this. Is like. Like uh, one of my ex-boyfriends used to send me roses whenever he screwed up. And I'm like, you know, it's like, I love you. And the bachelor is not a band. It's not a bandaid. It's not a bandaid. It's not like, you know, he's like, I'm grasping at straws. What can I do to get me to the finish line? I love you. You know, it's no, no, it's just, just stop it. No. And I think we've seen that before where guys have said that. And then the lead all of a sudden is like, oh, you know, maybe, maybe this is okay. You know, and it's like, no, no. It's like, he, and like, he keeps said trying it otherwise. to kiss her. Yes. And she's like, no, no, no. Stop trying to kiss her. <laughs> I, I, I do love that Tasha has been real good at shooting down the guys. Like when, like Noah trying to kiss her and she's like, no, no, yeah. no, no. Um, so I love, I love that she's been good about. I know you just no. had 80 breath mints, but I don't want to kiss you. <laughs> you can just be minty fresh and welcome to the guys. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh, so that's kind of the episode, right? We, we leave it with her basically saying that she's going to sleep on it. She hasn't decided if he's going to stay. Um, and that's kind of yes. it, right? Who do you think she's going to pick for a top four? All right. Let's see. I think top four, Zach. I think Ben. Mm-hmm. I think Mm -hmm. Ivan. The fourth one to Mm -hmm. me is a wild card. I think it's going to be Brendan. You think so? I, I think, I think it's, I think it's, I think Brendan in top four, but I don't know that he makes top three. Yeah. I think he'll go to the next and then I'm not sure who she cuts after that. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit torn on like the top three. Like, I don't know. I don't know for like the overall top one out of those three. I'm not sure. I think the top two, not based on what I would choose, but what I think she's yeah, going to choose yeah. would be Ben and Zach. Uh, I really want her to end up with Ivan, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah. I just think he is really the only person who has drawn more out of her. Yeah. You know, she's drawn a lot out of the guys, and I think she's a good listener. Mm-hmm. And people have kind of criticized her for that. I just think she's somebody who's used to being 
the woman that people open up to and she's not really used to opening up to other people. And I just, we saw, and I would say he was the only one who really pushed her to do that. And I don't know if that's that they're cutting stuff out. Like yeah. maybe there's more we're not seeing, but I want to know more about Tasha. Yeah. I've... And I really just like that interaction that they had. And I feel like there could be something real there. I agree. I agree. I think, you know, I think that, you know, a lot of people have made those comments and I think it, some of it I think is editing and then some of it I think is just, I mean, yeah. those are, those are like really big things that people have thrown at her and I'm sure she's expecting, yeah. I'm sure she's expecting them to reveal something about themselves. But I mean, if somebody up and told me some of these things, I wouldn't know what to say either. And I don't, and I think that's yeah. okay. And I don't necessarily criticize her for that. I just think, like, yeah. I just want to get to know her more. And that doesn't have to be talking about sad things from her past. I mean, maybe she hasn't had a, a difficult life. Maybe getting divorced and that guy cheating on her, maybe that's, like, some of the worst stuff that's happened to her. And that's fine. Yeah. I just want to know more about her. And that could be, like, what does she love doing? I know she does beauty influencing stuff. But, like, what are her hobbies? I, I say, I feel like I say this all the time. It's like, when it comes to the leads, I'm like, let me get to know them. Yeah, because it's like – who are you beyond that? Right. It's like, I don't, I don't feel like I know like yeah. what her, I mean, I know we talked about, and I think it came out a little bit over her social channels before she started as the lead, but apparently like Claire really likes doing stuff like outdoorsy things. You know, she like is, hike, yeah. is hiking and all these different things. Like, okay, cool. She has dogs. I know that she really is under her dogs. Like I don't know about Tasha. I yeah. still don't know a lot about Tasha. I know. I don't and I know I really like her from this season. So I, I think whatever it is, yeah. I'm sure it's amazing. Like her personality. Yeah. Just, just give me more. I, like, I know. I like her personality. I just want to know more about her. Yeah. I, like, like, I feel like I could buy Claire a Christmas present. I don't know what I would buy for Tasha. You yeah. know? <laughs> you know? I just don't, you know? Something for her dog. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the episode. Um, to be continued. Yeah, Do you have any bad Just a few things. So I haven't finished reading the summary of it or listened to the episode yet, to be honest. But um, <laughs> but uh, I did read a little bit about um, – so Reality Steve had Tasha's ex on, his ex, her ex-husband. Yes. Oh, I did read about yeah. that. Yeah. And so he – He is salty as heck. <laughs> he is really mad that she – keeps bringing up the fact that he cheated on her and I'm like well you did it so. so if you didn't do it it would have been easier for you to not have this in your face I mean he did say which I thought was interesting I mean, he owns his own business so when people google his name they read all of this stuff about him which would be I mean it would, would be a lot but you know easier to avoid I it think if you don't the do only it only part that the only sympathy I have for him is that he did not ask to be mm-hmm. a public figure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know but but he did go in and, and kind of say, well, she wasn't giving me what I needed in a relationship and like there was no intimacy and all of this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you're saying the same thing that almost everybody who cheats says. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not, um, not buying it. I'd not swayed to your side on that. But I do understand that, you know, he did not choose to have his name out yeah. publicly like that. And yeah. I, I I don't think it, I, I do feel for him that when people are googling his business, they're finding out his personal business. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So I don't know. It, it was it was interesting to read. I don't know. And also, it to me, it confirmed because there were all those rumors, right? Because there was that promo where his name was in the in the captions, and I think the exchange for this whole thing just confirms that that's absolutely not happening. So um, I don't think anybody thought it was still yes, going to happen. He's but not turning up on yeah, the show. He's not turning up on the show. I think it did not make him look better uh, no. and that he should have just left it. He, he could, he should have 
in my opinion, it addressed it better just saying that he's a private person and that, you know, that kind of thing. He didn't, it's like to go into it, making, trying to make Tasha look like she made him cheat on her. Yeah. That's not, not buying it. That's not how life works, bro. No, but no. okay. <laughs> yeah. And apparently I guess his current girlfriend encouraged him to do it. So I'm like, oh, here you go. Yeah, great idea. Yeah. So, I mean, I think if anything, I don't think it added any value to the to the story. And if anything, I think it's going to create more news articles around with his name. So, yeah. it, I, I don't know. Anyway, for what it's worth. I don't think it improved his reputation when he's Googled. No. <laughs> no. Um, so, there's that. And then also, <laughs> a couple of random things about Tyler Cameron. So, he has a... Oh, he has a book. He has a book coming out, which he... I'm 99% sure he had someone ghostwrite that baby, but um, he yes. has a book coming out. What is it called? I forget what it's called. I have to pull it up because I can't remember now. You deserve better. You deserve better. I'm like, yeah, okay. I believe that's it. <laughs> that is what it's called. Um, I mean, this guy, like, I, okay. Do I love Tyler as much as I did during the show? No. Right. I, but I think, I think at, at heart, he's like a good person and he's gone through a lot with his dad being sick and then his mom passing away, but I don't think that he's in a position as somebody who's had one short, serious relationship um, to be really giving like dating or love advice. No, um, no, no, no. I, no. Th- I think the description the, he wrote like a little a blurb about it on Instagram, and that came off to me much better than the blurb from the publisher promoting the book. And he was like, "Tyler Cameron is the feminist that we all needed, and we just didn't know and stuff like that." And I'm like, "Just don't, don't do that. Don't." Yeah, no, his article <laughs> like the bar is so low yeah. for men. Sometimes I just can't. His post was very nice. It says, "It says, dear Mama, thank you, thank you yeah. for showing me what unconditional love is, how to be the most authentic version of myself. This is dedicated to you. Your son did it." It's official. This is the cover to my book, You Deserve Better, which will be coming to you all next summer, out July 27th, uh, 2021, with Plume Books. Uh, this book is very personal to me. I go deep here and share the things I've done, I've gone through in my past that have shaped me into the man I am today and shaped the way I look at relationships. This book is about me and my life, but it's also a guide for anyone wanting to build a healthy relationship in the tricky world of modern dating. I opened up about my life to show you why you deserve the best in your relationships and how you deserve the best from yourself. I can't wait to hear what you think of the cover and much more to come from me in the new year on my book. Go to the link in my bio, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that I, that I go to Tyler for my, my love advice. Um, Cause he does. No, I seems- mean, if you wanted to write more about just dealing with your, you know, parents being sick and things like that, like that, I think he has maybe more to offer about going through that as there's a person who's pretty young. Yeah. Um, then about dating, I mean, we've been watching him during the quarantine, like have these giant pool parties with all these like Instagram girls left and right and stuff like that. I just, first of all, it's kind of soured me on Matt James, yeah. but it soured me on Tyler too. I just think, cause they're not taking the pandemic seriously. I don't think he's, I don't think he's seriously trying to date or fall in love right now. Yeah. Which is fine. No, and- Maybe he's not in a place to do that, but, but. I, I don't know. It's just left a weird 
taste in my mouth about both of them. So I, I've mentioned before my friend Samantha, who's very big into astrology. So she's the one who sent me the, the, link, <laughs> the link to his Instagram post about this. And she was like, P.S., like he's going to be single until he's 45. That's why so many Aquarius men are. She's like, they're always on to the next best thing. And that's totally Tyler. It's like shiny object, girl, gone. Like he just, he doesn't, yeah. which I mean, he's, you know, he went from, you know, he was like going on the date with Hannah. Then he was dating Gigi Hadid. And then he was back to trying to talk. Gigi. You know, he's just, he just, I mean, there was like rumors about him going out and they were, I think they said they were supposedly just friends, but like with some other model. And I don't know. So he's just kind of all mm-hmm. over, which is. You know, and that's fine. He's young. He doesn't have to like settle down, or whatever. But don't yeah. tell me you're going to tell me relationship, di- you know, advice. <laughs> like I just, yeah. I don't think, I don't think that's your forte. Do you have the blurb from the publisher? Because that was what really annoyed me. No, I don't. I feel like I should pull it up. Let me see if I can find it. So while you're doing that, I just looked on Amazon and I looked up Tyler Cameron Bachelor, and there's a whole series of mugs. With him, like, with his face on the side of a mug or a pillow. One is with him with no shirt. And he's kind of touching his face. <laughs> and it's, like, him on a mug, him on a pillow. You know, you can just throw him on your couch. Um, <laughs> I can't find the book, but I can find all of these things instead. Oh, here we go. I just found it. First of all, you think you should buy it. as And hardcover, it is $26. That is a lot of money, Tyler Cameron. Oh, wow. Um <laughs> Uh, part memoir and part how-to guide for anyone lost in the modern the world of modern dating and interspersed in practical tips on how to find and foster a meaningful relationship. You Deserve Better will show readers how Tyler C. became Tyler C. The, st- the story his fans are dying to know. <laughs> okay. It says he is an actor. Yeah, there was another blurb that 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 I'll have to find it. Oh, but that oh, was oh, the first oh, I got it. I got it. I got to go back. I got to go back. Okay. So I'm okay, going to read okay. I'm going to read it from the top okay. because I don't want you guys to miss any of the, the juicy okay. more. Take stuff. it from the top. From the top. Take it from the top. So from the Bachelorette Breakout Heartthrob, You Deserve Better will combine Tyler Cameron's mm-hmm. life story with a guide for both men and women to building healthy relationships in the tricky world of modern dating, proving why he's the male feminist we never knew we needed. Tyler Cameron impressed. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Tyler Cameron impressed fans on the Bachelorette <laughs> with his ability to discuss difficult topics with a level of emotional intelligence, perhaps never seen on reality <laughs> television. Things like consent and boundaries, respect for women and their decisions, the roots of toxic masculinity and insecurity, and more. He espoused with confidence and genuineness. Tyler seems like. Oh my gosh, okay. it just keeps going. I got I, I can't I can't stop. Tyler seems like I know. Tyler <laughs> seems like a unicorn. He's got the world's attention simply, <laughs> simply by demonstrating a full grasp of respect and no fear of vulnerability and honesty. But shouldn't this be the norm? In this book, he'll show that every person deserves a partner <laughs> who understands and values them with advice on how to seek out someone like this and how to behave like this for your own someone. Oh my gosh, that is that is rough. It's, that is rough. I say again, the the bar for men is so low that it, it is it is in hell. You know? Like, oh my gosh, the book weighs one point one four pounds. Um, <laughs> um, that's that's a lot. Wow. I just love that they're trying to say like, can you believe that he believes in consent? And I'm like, okay, like I hope that he- <laughs> <laughs> the bar is very low. What is happening outside of yeah. your house? I don't know. I don't know that my house or somebody. Like... 
hanging something up. Maybe that's his guy. I don't know what's going on. Also related to Tyler, I did want to share that he has an online store um, where you can buy. Oh, yes. Have you seen it? It's so bad. I have. It's just pictures of his face and pictures of him and Matt James on t-shirts and stuff like that. My favorite was the one that said James Cameron 2024 or something. Yeah, I was like, no. 2020, 2024. And I'm like, that's an actual person. I know it's the last your last name and Matt's last name, but also that's like the Avatar director. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why when I read it, I was like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> are they going for, which one are they going for? I feel like it has to be him and Matt James. Um but did you you saw the one of them yeah. like with the, where he's like completely naked with a pie over him like holding a pie down in front? No, but I like the sounds of it. I like the people sounds were of that like one. he was post. People were posting being like, "Oh, I'm, I just Who's bought your face." Them? People like ladies. I'm like, who would walk around <laughs> with that? Are you kidding me? And it's like I think it's like forty five bucks for the sweatshirt. I'm like, I could do a lot better with forty five bucks. Like, no, but people are doing it. I, 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 I. Are you telling me that this is what you're buying me for Christmas? <laughs> I might have bought you things at least. <laughs> Should I be expecting? I might a, have bought you something with, with a bachelor tie in. <laughs> But it is not it is not a Tyler C item. No Tyler oh. C items are coming to you. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> not happening. All right. That's <laughs> um, okay. I'll buy it for my pop. I'll ask Dave to buy it for me for Valentine's Day. I think that's it. I, I I don't think I've heard anything else going on. Yeah, I think that's it. Um I feel so next week, next week's a big week. We have two episodes. My husband is gonna love it. <laughs> I I'm gonna love it. Four hours for the next two weeks. Oh, is it? Oh, both weeks. That means between oh, the next okay. two weeks, we're going to have a solid, solid day that we've just spent watching The Bachelor. Between The Bachelor and the podcast, like, yes, we will, we will spend a whole day. And then we have, like, yeah. a hot second around the holidays, and then we're on to Matt James, which is crazy. So crazy. I need a breather. But not going to get it, yeah. but. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to seeing how the men's held all pans out. By the way, they kind of spoiled who's going, or a couple of the people that are going home. Yeah. By showing who's at the tell-all. I'm yeah. Like, can ABC not spoil things for me? I already have to look out to, to avoid spoilers from, Dodge um, everything. from yeah. Reality Steve. Like, I don't want to be avoiding them from official accounts. <laughs> I know. But I, I am I am looking forward to, because I thought we were going to basically have to, to settle for something virtual. So I am excited that, um, you know, that they are going to do it live. So that'll be fun. I think. I think it'll be good. And I, I'm yes. very curious because they're obviously playing up what happens with the tell-all with Tasha. But I'm curious if they do anything with Claire or not. Like, what's going to happen with that? Because some of the guys yeah, left during Claire. Them, right? I, I, I think that both of them are there. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm curious. I'm curious what happens. That's what I think I'm most interested on with the, with the men tell-all is, is if they do that and how they manage that. So... We will find find out out. soon. Yes, I love it. I'm ready. I'm ready for all the Bachelor. (laughs) Can't wait. Well, I guess we will see you guys next week. Talk to you guys next week. All right. Sounds good. Yep. Bye. Bye. Connect with us on Twitter at AcceptThisPod, where we live tweet episodes and share updates on Bachelor news. Also, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and on Google Play. If you love us, take a minute and leave us a lovely five-star review. Nothing makes our day more. We'll talk to you soon.